The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, July 15th. 2023, back from the Premium Cigar Association, the PCA Cigar Trade Show in Las Vegas. What happened? What is new? What is exciting for cigar smokers? What's new? I'm back. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. A little hard on the beeve there, don't you think? We're doing the fucking (laughs) bell ring. Jesus Christ. I want to let them. I'm trying to make it exciting because, frankly, that was a bore. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 14th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast, including last week. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network and catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Company is not good if one person is removed from it and it falls off the tracks. Well, and the blame for that goes to, to me, the boss. Yes, yeah. I, I take it. it didn't I, I put fall it. off the tracks. It was a little dry. It was a little dry. I'll give you that. <laughs> it was a lot of reading. But when you when you when you're diving into a topic such as aging, you you really need to hit all the major points, and they none of them can be skipped. You want to leave people leaving that episode. Knowing more than when they came in. I remember a few weeks before the show, you like, I got this. I know the subject backwards and forward. There will be I do remember. hardly any reading. Yes. It was all yes. reading. There was hardly any And it's reading. hard to interject when somebody's reading. Yeah. It was it's hard like, to interject when you put on social media that you plan to not interject. Yeah. Oh. Tongue in cheek. Tongue in cheek. <laughs> all right. Uh, tongue in cheek. Let's put, let's put a cigar in our cheek right now. What do we have here, Barry? Today's first cigar is the Monte Cristo White, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Altidus USA. The size that we're smoking is a 6x54 Toro featuring a golden Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, and fillers from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package in a singles fourteen sixty nine, while a box of twenty seven is three fifty two ninety nine, which comes out to just thirteen oh seven per cigar. That's a savings of forty four dollars or eleven percent off on twoguyscigars.com. And if you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two guyscigars.com. Arguably, the biggest selling cigar in the teens. Mm. I would say, on the planet. Sure. Right? I feel like shortly after this cigar came out, the whole mentality about cigar making changed. Like, boutiques were getting bigger. 
Um, new companies were gaining traction. I feel like this is the last of the old school cigars. Yeah, this was big when it came out. Well, it was regular Monte Cristo, but the white came out and it ended up almost saying like, okay, this is almost ultra premium sure. of, of the Monte Cristo. Now there's Monte Cristo 1935, and then the Monte Cristo 1935 new one that's coming mm-hmm. out, which I'll talk about, um, which even gets more expensive. Because the brand was started in Cuba in 1935. Right. And the um, Alonzo Mendez and Pepe, my favorite name, by the way. Yeah. Pepe. Pepe. You like Pepe? Garcia. Do you remember Pepe Le Pew? Yes. Yeah. But they moved production from Cuba as the climate, the political climate started to deteriorate. They moved to the Dominican Republic. Uh, one of the very first times that you see that transplanting of uh, cigar makers moving from a country that is uh, deteriorating. Well, into they got, one they that got is, thrown, they, they didn't move. They got thrown out, thrown out, right? They took all their money in their factory and said... They moved. Is, is that moving? That's moving. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they did that of their own volition because Cuba was taking over all the brands. They were they just... They took it. They were taking it. They took it. They took it in, in the first moment at 1201. Anyway, <laughs> didn't you see The Godfather? Oh, no, you I didn't. didn't. No. Oh, no, you no, didn't. didn't. Do you know it has, a, it has something to do with the Cuban Revolution? Sure. I'm, I'm, I believe you. Okay. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Hey. The cake on a Fig Newton. The cake? Yeah. When's the last time you ate a Fig Newton? Listen. You gotta just nibble. You gotta you can take co- the it's a cookie, it's not a cake. All right. So you got the the part of the fig newton that is dome shaped on the top. Yeah. This is the top. And you just you just nibbling. Yeah, yeah, you just nibbling. You scrape your teeth over it. I like, you, I like you, a little teeth scraping. Dave, you're giving them that? <laughs> yeah. Because that's what it is. It's the cookie of the fig newton. Hmm. Right on your lips as soon as you taste it. It's not a cookie. It's a cake. It's it is a cookie. Not like a Fig Newton cookie. It's a soft cookie. Yes. Yeah. Just Fig Newtons are soft. fruit and cake. No. That no. was the commercial. Talk about your dry box aging or whatever you're going to do, but <laughs> yeah, don't talk- mess with me if a, if a Fig Newton is a cookie or yeah, cake. Yeah, Jonathan, talk about your dry box. The yeah. people <laughs> at Nabisco say it's fruit and cake, and you're saying it's not. So no. because you're saying it's not, it isn't. Correct. Correct. This not is, the people that own it. This is the cigar authority. Not the cake authority, clearly. So you're Cook- both right. Mm. Okay. Cookie comes from the Dutch word koki, which means little cake. He didn't say I don't it hear any part little- about where Dave's right. We're going to light our cigar with the Vertigo Falcon, featuring a flip top and a single jet fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. On the side, you have a fuel window. This is the perfect lighter to put in your change pocket. It is. Which is that little pocket that you have. I know. In your jeans. Yep. It's a perfect lighter. lighter. Imagine if for your birthday, I brought you a Fig Newton and said, here's your cake. You'd be very upset. You'd say, give me a cookie. I'm not, eating, a- I'm not eating it anyway. So at least you didn't spend a lot and we're good. I, I thought the little pocket in jeans was a watch pocket. No, change pocket. Coin pocket. I don't think it's so. It's the pocket where something falls into and you swear it's not in your pocket. When you, you, when you Google it, off. then you just come back and say I was right. All right. I'll get right on that. 
All right, let me get to it now. Let's talk about this. I went to the trade show. Uh, it starts at 3 o'clock in the morning uh, is the wake-up. Uh, I uh, am going to pick Ed Santa Maria, our buyer, up, and we're going to drive to the airport. And as soon as you get to the airport, by the way, the tunnel was closed in Boston. Um, this is... Like, if you know how Boston operates, is this East Boston where the airport is, it's like an island. And the only way to get to it is through a tunnel. And the tunnel is closed this summer. Oh, my God. So now you start seeing 3 o'clock in the morning. You're starting to see traffic. And I know my way around that area anyway, and I was able to get there and get there in plenty of time. Everybody was thinking the same thing, uh, and again... That you uh, wanted to think Newton? No, that uh, you better get to the airport early. I know one of the thoughts you had. Ooh, Santarpios. Yeah, <laughs> but it's 3 o'clock in the morning, so it's uh. not there. There's a Newton. Newton's, what does it say? Uh, well, that's not what the commercial says. It says chewy cookies on the outside chewy of that Chewy cookies, box. that's what they are. Now, I can't, tell if that, I can't tell if that picture has been doctored in some way. I, I know Barry's really good on the computer. so Also, I searched for what is small pocket in jeans called. The first thing that came up says the small pocket is actually called a watch pocket. Okay. Wow, you're wrong twice Man, so far. Getting <laughs> fucked up this week. <laughs> I I don't know what that means. It's like somebody about, just gave you a sloppy jalopy about the information he gave out last week. I don't know. Yeah, it's been a rough week for Mister Jonathan. Oh yeah, he's been going through a lot on, on the person. You want to get into any of that? I don't think we need to. No, okay. <laughs> I don't think we need to. Uh, so I get to the airport where I meet three reps and two other retailers. And a fan of the Cigar Authority. This is all waiting for the flight, which is pretty interesting. Picture taking the whole bit. This is all happening uh, early in the morning. Amazing to me. Someone that's in Boston, they could have just driven up and met you, and they meet you at the airport. Meet at the airport. All right. Wow. Cigar Authority? Yeah. Can I take a picture with you? I'm like, sure. This is nuts, right? Yeah. Um, As the bulk of our listeners are listeners. Right. They wouldn't. They wouldn't shouldn't recognize. Me. Shouldn't recognize right. me, right? If they heard you talk, they'd know. You do have a very distinct yeah. voice. Yeah. So anyway, we were talking, but you're talking in Boston, the Logan Airport. Everybody talks like me, right? No. No. You're still unique. Close. Don't worry. All right. We arrive uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, begin to see other retailers, manufacturers uh, at the baggage claim, and so it begins. Celebrity sighting. Barry Stein, you'll help <laughs> me with this. Mark Smart. No clue. Just traded from the Celtics, Marcus, or something ah, like that. Marcus Smart. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you said always it that Marcus. Way. Yeah, if you said it that way, I would have figured it out. All right, it's but like, I'm not a basketball. It's fan. like that dumb lyrics thing we do on yes. the after show. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't say it right. So anyway, I didn't know him, but yeah. people were shouting his name out. Whoa. And uh, but that always happens. That's you know, this is when it's, you're going to start seeing celebrities jump in a cab, go to the hotel. Uh, Ed Sullivan, you love this bullshit here. Um, <laughs> I love that shit. The room isn't ready. What? They say your room isn't ready, but if you give us $40, oh, yeah. we will find you one. I've done it. Yeah. So I did. Yeah. Because I got to get a badge. I got to go help with the booth set up. Mm-hmm. I got to do all this stuff. And there's multiple rooms. Yeah. And it's $40. 
So there it starts. There's where mm-hmm. it starts happening. And it's just beginning. And you already had a colonoscopy this yes. month, so you didn't need a second And one. I feel like it's just the person at the desk putting $40 in their pocket. Wow. Uh, my buddy Kevin, by the way, just sent me a text, and he says, I just left the store with a box of 1964s to begin the aging process from oh. last week's show. Therefore, the show was a success. All right. This is my buddy Kevin. All right. And listen, uh, Padron will tell you, Padrones don't need aging. Mm. They're so much better with age. So much better. I think so. The one that you gave me, Most the very first them. box of 1964 torpedoes that you went through that week, like Tic Tacs. Yeah. You gave me one. Yeah, that was the best Padron years. I ever had. Yeah. Same for 15 years. And wow. Um, okay. So the, the, the money grab begins. Uh, $40 uh, for your hotel room that you're overpaying for, resort fees that you're not using, and all this ridiculous thing. Okay. Scam ripoff. Not good. But welcome to Las Vegas. Get your badges. Uh, good news was there was lines already, and it was the day before, uh, to get badges. So I said, this is going to be a good show. There's going to be a lot yeah. of people here. Um, so I served many roles at the trade show. Uh, manufacturer, distributor, guest speaker, media, retailer. And uh, I get pulled in many directions. So... I need actually different badges for different things. So it's weird that I have these multiple badges that happen. Why do you have multiple badges? Because I got to go in and set up the trade show booth. So I need the badge to end up doing that. I need media in case there's a media conference and I want to do that. I need a retailer, which is the bulk of what I do. Um, so that ends up happening. So uh, there's multiple things that, that happen in that respect. Set up the booths. Uh, I get there. The good news is final stages. I remember last year I was with Ed, right? <laughs> it was, oh, no, they're not going to be done in time. They were working through the night. This one was, oh, I, I got there, and I'm like, okay. It's kind of framed. It's, wow. it's, it's going to be okay. Um, no smoking inside during the setup. Right. But the good news was the air conditioner was on. Oh, it so, wasn't last yeah, year. It was 114. I was hoping the air conditioner was going to. It was. No smoking. And they announced there is no smoking allowed. First offense, $15,000 fine. <laughs> like this fine. Hang prices, on a second. But the fine there is $15,000 and you are banned from the trade show. Ah, all right. Because there's a couple motherfuckers that will pay that. Oh, yeah. I'll pay the fine. Mm. Banning. That's uh, a little extreme. So the union, and I maybe there's listeners here that are part of a union and stuff. These are the folks that make the union a bad name. This is mm-hmm. why people think badly of unions. They are gangsters when it comes to this trade show. I mean, it's total abuse to the manufacturers, such as Nelson Alfonso has his crates and stuff shipped, pallets, palletized, and within it, he has a ladder in one of them because he needs to make his decorations of his booth look so perfect or whatever. So he has his own ladder that he has shipped from Spain to Vegas mm-hmm. in this holding area. And that cost a lot of money to, to send it from Spain to there. Now, from the holding area in the trade show to his area at the booth, we'll call that 100 yards, costs more than taking it from Spain to bring it to Las Vegas. 
just to bring it the, the dredge end. fee they call it. Yeah. Is it like a taxi meter if you're further away nope. and they charge you more? Nope, just ridiculous. And we're towards the back, and there it is. <clears throat> it's really close. And it costs this. Yeah, you could almost see tens of thousands of dollars. The manufacturers that are newer, where they jam them in the back, maybe if they saved money on the dredge, then you could say, okay, yeah, we're trying to save you money. Yeah, but nope. it's not. It's nope. the same price. They tried to dredge us for the donuts that year. Yes. So there's a catwalk up top where they're watching what's going on. They're looking to see if somebody dares plug a plug in or do anything. Light up a cigar. Could, yeah. And his ladder comes out, and literally three minutes later. They come running over to look at his ladder, and they said, this ladder is um, not necessarily approved, an approved ladder, and they look at it and said, yeah, it's not, I don't know where this guide is of approved ladder. It was a brand new, nice ladder that came from Spain. They said, it's not, and he said, I need it. I, that's why I brought it. I need it so I can make the nice decorations up top look nice. He had like mirrored logos of his brands that were on there. And uh, they said, nope, you can't use it, but you can use ours. It's only $1,500 to <laughs> use our ladder. That's right there. Not own it, not have it for the show, just use it. It's $1,500. So again, this stuff is happening. Um, Three hundred dollars to plug the plug in that you already paid for all the electricity and stuff. Now there it is. There's the outlet. Plug it in. Nope, you're not allowed to. We'll do that. We're going to bring in a master electrician to plug the extension in. Three hundred dollars. On the positive, there was the air conditioning, as I said, that was happening. Um, but in uh, years ago, I remember in the uh, oh no air conditioning, it. yeah, yeah, couldn't take it. Brutal. Everyone, for the most part, was ready at the setup uh, for the opening gala, which was good. Um, 6 p.m., huge line for the opening gala. Um, and everybody said, oh, my God, this is going to be the biggest one we ever end up having. Uh, open bar, which was great also, but they had maybe two or three bartenders and two or 3,000 people. So that didn't That's work. That's a line. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what the, what the alcohol tasted like because... You know me. I'm I, first off. I'd rather pay than stand in line, but I'm not. I'm just not going to stand in line. And um, the music was loud, too loud. Maybe I'm getting old, and that that's what it is. But they could have cut that in half. There is no maybe about that. <laughs> As we learned last week, you yeah. are the oldest one on the panel. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'd say a hundred people long was the line for getting alcohol. Um, there was, uh, I was talking to somebody, and I wish I could remember exactly who it was. I think I have an idea, but I don't want to say it. And my voice was just getting raw. I'm smoking cigars. It's dry as can be there, and there's nothing to drink because I'm going to go in line. <clears throat> A couple of coughs. And he was done talking to me and moved on. And maybe about 30 minutes later, he came back with a glass of water. And he said, oh, it sounds nice. like you, you, you could use this. I'm like, that is the nicest thing. Uh, so already nice things were end up happening. Did you go to his booth and uh, buy whatever <clears throat> you were selling? I'm not positive, but I think, I think we met um, on the last day for a long time. <laughs> and, I, and I think this was a possible uh, work together type of thing. All right. Per, mm. If this is the same person. Uh, 
Imagine you get someone a glass of water and you score the next firecracker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the water's pretty valuable in that yes, situation. Yes, it is. In the desert. Yeah. All right, so this is where the rumor mill starts at this event. And if the volume was a little lower, maybe I could have some <laughs> juice here. Right. But I think I heard some things. <laughs> but I can't be certain. Uh, well, if you're not certain, I think you should say them. And then no, you can no, just no. go off of, no, well, no. I, mu I must have misheard. Yeah, I have to re, re get certain on some of these things, but um, there, were, there, were, there were rumors out there. Um, so after that, um, off to Delmonico's for dinner. You want, you want some food things. Mm. Um, steakhouse. Steakhouse. Um, you order the sides for the table, Yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. What, what kind of steak did you get? I got the New York Strip myself. Really? Not a ribeye guy? No, no. Um, there was everything. This was with the Perdomos, and there was everybody got every kind cream of Cream spinach? You do the cream spinach? There, there was... Uh, you like a cream spinach I sometimes. Do. I do the broccoli rob if they have it. He likes the broccoli yeah, rob. The Brussels sprouts were we fantastic had, there. I, I didn't do Brussels Jonathan, sprouts. Jonathan, it takes him forever to eat cream spinach because you got to get the green parts out. <laughs> <laughs> just, just drink the juice. Yeah. The problem was, remember, it's 3 o'clock in the morning is when I got up and got going. Yeah. It is now 10 o'clock at night, three-hour time difference. Yeah. I am up now 22 hours, and we're, we're ordering. Mm. And uh, Were you hungry? I was hungry. All right. I did my, I did my duty of What of a eating. silly question. But were pumping, you hungry? They're pumping the extra air to keep you awake. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's happening, but... Um, I was tired, um, I, and with us for dinner was the, the CEO of Toscano, huh. which was a very interesting, smart man. Uh, hang, hang on a second. You're sitting with Perdomo. Yeah. Perdomo had the head guy from Toscano at his table. CEO. How is that not some kind of conspiracy right there? There's something going on. Mm -hmm. Is Perdomo looking at Toscano? Is Toscano looking at Perdomo? I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway because I don't know if a, hmm. uh, Toscano is going to distribute Perdomo cigars in Italy. It will be the first person they ever distributed for. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Oh, that'll earn you a steak dinner. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if I was supposed to say that. Well, whatever. Well, I mean, so, Perdomo, but they, no, was Perdomo in Italy before the trade show? Was, yes. yes. He goes so. there a lot. He buys all his suits in Italy. Uh, the, That's how you see these things, how they yeah. make connections. That's it. Does it, did, did it sound at all like there was some talk maybe Toscano's interested in Perdomo? Was it that? Were they that friendly? I'm going to get into that in just one minute. But right now, uh, let's uh, uh, talk about what was asked about. Um, let's uh, ask the Don. Let's ask the Don right now by Don Raphael. So, guys, it's time to ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Don Raphael Cigars are premium cigars, mellow and smooth, built for every man's everyday enjoyment. No Raphael cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. Dave, you got the chat room going now. They're, they're talking about Perscano cigars. Ah. And 
fire-cured Perdomos. following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Matt writes, Good morning, all. This morning I checked the humidity of one of my humidors, and it was running higher than expected, but nothing out of control. I also looked at my home's current humidity via my smart thermostat, and the house is sitting at 61%. Nice. It made me think, why am I screwing with airtight Tupperdors with 65% packs in them? I pulled up the average relative humidity for my hometown, and the highest monthly average is 68%. Everything <laughs> else was down in the low to mid-60s and high 50s. Oh, my God. Beautiful. His house is a humidor. <laughs> Sorry to all you Floridians in the chat room. You can be jealous now. Where is he? He doesn't. Uh, <laughs> hang on. Hang on. He does say. Stay by. Don't, don't move on. Uh, so here's the question. Why not just leave the lids off? Keep the small AC unit I have in a closet where the cigars are set at 68 degrees and live my life. I appreciate the insight and all I've learned from the Cigar Authority. And that's Matt from Santa Maria, California. So he lives in the one spot, maybe in the world, that you do not need a humidor. Yeah. You could just leave the cigars on the counter out of direct sunlight and you're good. You could pick a bookshelf and you just have them out there. You just have cigars everywhere. If the tax wasn't 75%, I'd open a cigar store there because that's awesome. I got no humidification in my humidor right now. You don't have cigars in your humidor right now. I got about 120, 130 in my humidor right now. Look at you. Stockpiling. Stockpiling. Uh All right. Uh, No, that's awesome. If if that's your temperature. um, Humidity. Humidity. I was somewhere in the Dominican many, many years ago. And I was with Mike Cusano. He had a condo that was there, and his cigars were all left out. And I said, you got to get a humidor in here or something. And he said, look, and he had a gauge that was mm. on the wall. Mm. And he said, the humidity here is perfect mm. where he was. And he goes, no, it doesn't need anything. Just leave him out. So it's awesome if you can do it. Okay. I wouldn't try that in the desert, and I wouldn't try it in Florida. But... In so, California, you're okay. So back to the Perdomo power dinner that oh, was boy. going on, right? That's, that's what There's was happening. more to this? So Nick Perdomo and the CEO of Toscano, his name is Stefano Mariotti. And, uh, Sounds Italian. This guy is a big deal. Uh, he was a big shot with Philip Morris, with uh, BAT, British American Tobacco, 25 years experience in multinational companies, consultant in the tobacco business, uh, significant experience in marketing, general management, and board of director roles. Was his Smart brief- man. Was his briefcase Italian? Did it say Fragile on it? I didn't notice. <laughs> no? uh, sat right next to me, and I huh. got to talk with him all night, basically. Did you speak Italian or English? We spoke English. Huh. And uh, he said, that's what everybody speaks anyway. That's how you conduct worldwide businesses, English. So um, screw the movies, screw the movie stars and the uh, sports celebrities and the athletes attending the show. This was the Super Bowl, man. It's (coughs) Nick Perdomo and uh, uh, Stefano. You guys talk about Capolini and what a nice job he's doing? Yes, I did. I made sure. I don't know if he knew who he was. but uh, Of course he knows who he is. But I made sure that I mentioned the people that uh, do a good job here. And we talked a little about Toscano and the cigar industry and all that stuff. And I'm like, well, like I, I don't belong here, but 
I'm here, and I'm going <laughs> to suck it up as much as I possibly can. You belong there. Where uh, you didn't belong was on last week's show, because we had it covered. Yeah, okay. We had it covered. Mm, boy, oh, boy. So after dinner is over, they're ordering coffees and stuff. Now, the last thing I wanted to do was have a coffee, because uh, I'm want, up 24 hours. You're one of those guys who are caffeine to keep you awake? Who knows? I'm not going to take any mm. chances, but I'm... I'm uh, at 24 I'm, hours, you're laying there going, sleep, sleep. Sleep. It's just not happening. Yes. But, I, but I'm here, and I'm yeah. juiced up because I'm here with, with these guys. And Arthur Kemper says, okay, uh, I'm doing it now. Arthur Kemper, the vice president yeah. of Perdomo, is there. Uh, Janine, uh, Nick's wife, along with us. And he pulls out a box, three boxes of cigars. And this is, he pours everybody a glass of wine. Hmm. And I'm like, wow, what is going on here? And he said, I would like to present to Janine and Nick for the first time ever the Perdomo 30th anniversary that they never saw. Mm. Get out of here. And I'm very nervous about this because <laughs> uh, Nick gave me a book before and had me read this book. And the book said that I have to take things under my own wings and I have to do something. So here it is after all this time that I have done this solely. Uh, I don't know about the, the tobacco blend, but I, I believe the packaging for sure. But it could be the blend, too. Nick Perdomo. Never saw The it. owner of <laughs> Perdomo Cigars never. never saw his 30th anniversary. Never saw it. Unbelievable. And I, and I don't know that. that that's happening. And you, you see Nick put his glasses on. And he says, okay, the first thing I'm going to show you is the Connecticut. Uh, I brought all tor torpedoes. Obviously, and, it's Perdomo. And we'll make. Pass it around, and everybody welcome to take a cigar from each one that comes out. But so you can look at the packaging too. But first, I want them to see it first, and I'm watching them look at it. I took a picture of them. I'll post it somewhere of them looking at it for the first time, and I am actually scared for Arthur. Yes, <laughs> he's scaring it to the most dangerous man in the cigar business. And this, this is his first look at the Perdomo 30th, and. Um, he had never saw it before, as they say. Uh, he's looking at the packaging. Janine's looking at it. I'm not seeing them jump out and saying, oh, my God, this is beautiful. They're really, you know, with the glasses looking on and Looking at the stuff. detail. Yeah, looking at seeing what, what's going on. And then the natural get passed around, and then he hands him the sun-grown. And he's saying, okay, this is the sun-grown. And explain it to him for the first time. This is what I did with the color of the difference of that one to this one. So it can be blah, blah, blah. And Nick's hearing this for the first time of what he did. Boy. And that one goes around. And then here's the Maduro. And it comes, you know, by now the natural has come to me. I take one out. I look at it. Beautiful, by yeah. the way. Pops out or whatever. Mentions the flaw that he doesn't like. The little circle in the back that we're going to redo this because I don't like the little circle, the Perdomo circle in the very back of it. Who the hell would see this but him that, that, that there is? This is Arthur talking. Arthur, yeah. And then... Uh, Picking his own project apart in front of... Yeah. Okay. In front of Nick. Well, he just does it before Nick can get to it. Yeah. You're better off coming clean. I've played that so. game with Dave before. Yeah. So yeah. the cigars are ready. Everything's perfect. The circle. Why are we waiting till October and November? For a circle? For this circle that's on there. So... They have to reprint for the very back. I don't. I don't have one to show you, but this is the reason why. Hold, hold on up. to that cigar. That's a collector's item. Uh, yeah, 
how do you do that, right? <laughs> um, Stick it in your humidor and write, do not smoke. So they said, do you want to go from here and we'll go find a place and sit and smoke the cigar? 24 hours I'm up. And I said, no. What? I just can't do it. I want a fresh palate. I'm, I'm, I've smoked cigars already because I went to the cocktail party and all that. <clears throat> My throat is drier than it is now. It was, it was brutally... I'm in a bad state. I said, I will smoke it first thing in the morning, fresh palate. I'm going to smoke the, the first one. So on day one, that's what I did is, is smoke uh, the Connecticut. And later on, I got to the Sun Grown. And I didn't get to the Maduro because I lost it. I could oh. never find the Maduro. And um, I never had it with me. I don't know what ended up happening with the Maduro, but I did have it yesterday. Uh, I got a bag from Ed of different cigars, and he had it. So, by the way, great cigars. Um, Are you intentionally not telling me what Nick said about this? Are you dragging this on on purpose? He didn't say a lot. He didn't say, wow, I love this. This is unbelievable. But he didn't say it was bad. No, he didn't say it was bad either. All right, that's a compliment from Nick. So to this moment, I don't know. Does he? Well, it's coming out. Yes. It is coming out. Yes. So it was apparently approved. Clearly. And, and, it was, and it was at the trade show booth the next day. It, yeah, but it's not like Nick would refrain from giving Arthur shit if he didn't like it. It's no, not, no, he's that's, not going to wait till later. That's my point. He wouldn't wait till later. So yeah. at, at the point that he's not shitting all over it, right? I think he loves it. He loves it. <laughs> and Nicholas was there, and Nicholas was part of it, uh, but he was pretty quiet of not... not <laughs> You gotta tread. You gotta kind of tread lightly. That's yeah. your dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, so on my way back from dinner uh, to the hotel, here's what I learned: uh, things on that we say on the cigar authority come back to haunt us. Oh no! At the show, so uh, must be careful right before the show of what I say. I'm saying this out loud so that um, you'll forget. So. The criticism is amazing of the little things that get picked up and get criticized later was uh, really something. I took notes during the whole show. So these Give it to me. Today. Yeah, spit it out. Um, no, there's really nothing, nothing to say, <laughs> but uh, nothing to say <laughs> you out took, loud. You took notes, yeah. but you're not sharing the notes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, so hang one, on a second. So one of the things I just saw Barry's lip. What the hell's going on over there? Yeah, I saw that. Too. He shaved it this morning. I felt like it. Yeah, he has. He has no hair on his lip. Put a lip on or something. <laughs> nothing. I I apparently said there's nothing really new at the show last week mm-hmm. or the week before. Um, they brought back brands. A lot of brought back bands or. Uh, blends new size, new size, uh, and I stand by it. Especially mm-hmm. after going through the whole show, there wasn't really a lot but of. But somebody new. didn't like it. They're listening. Yeah, they're listening. Multiple, the, multiple people. I was called out. So in the future, I'm going to hold off statements like that of saying what the show was going to be in advance because just, I haven't seen it. But yeah. I, I'll come back from the show, which is now, and say, hey, not a lot of new <laughs> stuff, but to say it in advance of seeing the show, because remember, I haven't gone into the show yet. Right. Was so, there a lot of new stuff? No. 
So you said there wasn't going to be a lot of new stuff. there wasn't. There wasn't a lot of new stuff, and someone took exception, because maybe they had a new thing. Or you haven't even been in the show yet, and here you are making a statement like that, that, blah, blah, blah. So How about this? Yeah. You, whoever that was, shut the fuck up, because you don't have a podcast, and just let him say whatever he wants to say. It's two hours a week. Keep your friggin' criticism to yourself. Dave, are you going to tell him later? I kind of hope he told to shut the fuck up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what I. What I. Can. They obviously listen to the show. They heard me say it. That yeah. was Jonathan that said that. There we go. So Saturday morning is uh, meet with the PCA Legislative Affairs meeting at nine a.m. Sponsored by United Cigars. Yes, it's that important that I paid for this thing that was going to go on. Uh, although not attended as much as the other seminars, and I'm bothered by that. It's the most important mm-hmm. thing of all. And it's not bothered. Not that uh, that they say it was sponsored by me or anything. That manufacturers, retailers, and yes, media chose not to attend the single most important thing of all that's going on there. The most money that's spent through the organization on it. Uh, the most important thing is you as a retailer and manufacturer. The most important thing of all. And hardly anybody goes to this thing. There was a couple of hundred people maybe when there was a couple of thousand people at other things. Um, it's amazing to me that they don't care. It's sad. It's but it could be sad. it could be that it's a single representative going from each company and not the entire company and then they report back. It could be that. Yeah. How much did I, I didn't get to check any social media while, while this whole time? Was there a lot of talk on the uh, on the PCA uh, legislative affair? None. Yeah, none, exactly. Because I didn't see anybody there. Um, cigaraction.org, cigaraction.org is where you're going to go if you care about this. You're a consumer and you should care less, I guess. You end up being the one paying on this stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, it was actually excellent. It was an excellent seminar because we have turned nine things around this year. Awesome. Into the positive of cigar smokers. Um, we are, we're there because we want to be part of the solution, and uh, it was great. A couple hundred retailers uh, and a few manufacturers on hand. Uh, I would say that the people that give a shit are the people that attended. Everybody should. Uh, hopefully that will grow year after year. It is that important. Another sad observation was that the media, cigar media didn't cover it, um, and I didn't see any of, of them there. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. I didn't see it, but I was actually looking for it. It took place right before the trade show opened that morning. So it was at 9 o'clock, and for the VIP trade show people or the people who stayed at the hotels and all, and all the media and stuff, they go in at 10. So this happens at 9 o'clock at the doorway of where it was. When I left, because the thing was over, there was thousands of people standing in line. They actually chose to stand in line as opposed to go in that room and sit down. And learn about what's going on in the industry. Wow, man, that was freaking sad. Um, So it bothered me. Uh, we celebrated nine states that had a positive pro-regulation on cigars, lower taxes, tax caps, uh, alcohol bar licenses within a state, lots of U.S. and worldwide threats on the horizon that they talk about. What do we care about what's happening in another part of the world? Because that's the shit that comes back to Correct. us over here. 100%. Uh, so now I am, for, am informed and ready to work, and others are not. Uh, as I said, most retailers and manufacturers don't know what's happening until it happens. And by the way, when you when it does happen, it's too late. Right. So um, 
Early thoughts here on Monte Cristo White. This is about as classic as you can get for a mild Dominican cigar. You really can taste the outside wrapper, and this is one of the things I why I don't really care for Connecticut wrappers on the whole is there is a little bit of a bitter component, yeah, I don't which is it. just that it, yeah. you can't taste it. It's, it's, a, it's, a very, it's that very, outside wrapper. It's a nice, mild cigar. Yeah, that, I got no complaints. It's burning well. The draw is impeccable. It is just no, It's outside of my typical flavor profile. I, I find it hard to believe looking back to when this came out, because I was in, involved in the industry at that point, that it was as popular as it was compared to what we have on the shelves today. It just seems, at this point, it just seems dated. It's enjoyable. It's extremely mild. Uh, chat room's giving it a two. Um, I it's think a classic a, Connecticut. Like, if I was having a wedding, modern. wouldn't this be an awesome This would be a great cigar to give out because it's not going to offend anybody in yeah. terms of being too strong. And I'd be, I'd be happy to have it. So uh, that's where I stand on it. All right, let's go to break. And we come back with Smoking Monte Cristo, a big value brand. But I didn't find much of a that. A big vintage brand, you goof. Big vintage brand. Yeah, I'm sorry. Big vintage brand. Um, did I find the next vintage brand at the trade show? That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for something that will become the next big oh. thing. We'll talk about that when we get back. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. 
Pissed Off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes, including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple. Exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. Sono Michael Cappellini dal Toscano Cigars. Stai ascoltando al Cigar Authority sul United Podcast Network. Benvenuti a tutti voi. Save some for the next segment because you're a little soft there. I don't know if I'm soft at all here. We are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black, West Tampa White, and now the West Tampa Red. Passion with a purpose. Jonathan, were you coaching him on how to do a show of the proper life? He needs help. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get to the two-hour thing. I'm worried I got maybe three hours worth. Well, I mean, you can use the extra time from last week if you need to. Yeah, okay. It's available. 20 minutes in the bank. There we go. <laughs> okay, so this eight minutes. This is the trade show doors open. Now the, the uh, um, conference of uh, legislation is over, and they open the trade show door. And by the way, I was through the whole conference, and I was able to get into the trade show uh, in advance of everybody else because I'm going over to a booth, uh, so, and still I was able to get there in plenty of time. Um so the show opens up, and as you may or may not have read on the CigarAuthority.com, I uh, put a um, story out there of how I get ready for the trade show, mm-hmm. and when I, when I get in, what do I do? And I have a plan. Everything is planned, and my plan is to go to the left. Because everybody goes to the right. Because everybody goes to the right. When they zig, I zag. And I did it, and I told everybody in advance what I was doing, but, but they, they didn't do it. They, they went to the right. Mm-hmm. I went to the left. And um, one of the first booths is Aladino. And um, there was the Aladino Sumatra. Corojo. Sumatra. Oh, all right. Sumatra. <laughs> it's a whole different song. You tried uh, Maybe you it's tried just it, Corojo so. that identifies as Sumatra. You don't know. Yeah. So uh, this is a secret blend that I could not get a lot of information on. He doesn't want to talk about the tobaccos used in the inside. It is a different Corojo. It is a different... Uh, Sumatra seed, not seed, it's um, cross-pollination or whatever, ended up having hybrid. Hybrid, Hybrid, yeah. Uh, It's due in October. It's a a one-time-a-year, one-size. This is probably taking the place of the number four, and that's why we're not going to see the number four this year. Very different. I, I lit it up right away, and I said, wow, this is not an Aladino cigar. 
Mm. This is very different and very good, by the way. I'll I'll be the judge of that. Um, you will love it, and uh, so will Ed Sullivan with the hate of the Sumatra. Really? You will love it. You will love it. I'm going to make the call right now. <laughs> um, one size, 6x52, tastes great. Uh, nothing like it. Price is surprisingly high. Um, you're going to see the theme of the high prices going mm. on along the way. Uh, but this wasn't crazy high, but it was high for an Aladino, $16, mm. one size. So this was the beginning of me seeing the high prices that were happening. They also had a Aladino Limited. The Aladino Limited is a Cameroon wrapper, one size, one time, made in honor of his, of his father. Was it a Rothschild size? That was a sample we smoked when he was in town, right? That Rothschild? Didn't he give I don't us, think it was. Didn't he give us uh, something from the vault? And I don't have that cigar. Hmm. I didn't smoke it. I don't have it. Okay. Um, next stop, Rojas. Um, I'm going to say he had the most comfortable chairs of all. <laughs> so much so that our booth was across from him. And he saw the most uncomfortable chairs they were like poles with where they were fancy looking and stuff, mm. but not for my fat ass. <laughs> and he grabbed one of his chairs and he brought it over and he said, Ooh. and you can have this one over here. And I said, no, 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 I mm. can't. Thank you. I won't even be at the booth, but very nice mm. uh, of him. Um, not new stuff that he had. Um, he's working on stuff. Um, he gave me a cigar to try, uh, which I tried the next day. And what went over to him after, and I said, fabulous, yeah. of whatever this was, uh, no band on it or anything. You know, but He's working on his, what, 10th anniversary cigar, so he might have given you yes, a sneak peek at it. I believe it was. Could yeah. be, too, instead of rushing it for this, with the next trade show being yeah, it's not right around the corner. A smaller manufacturer needs to consider that, yeah. I think. And you could do your 10th anniversary in your 11th year. It's the cigar industry. That's it. expected. <laughs> That's what we do. So at United... Um, um, the United booth is there, but like everybody else, I have to make purchases too. So um, Yeah, but I don't understand. When you were going through all your samples, you had a bunch of United samples in correct. your bag. Listen, I never had these things before. So there's the Atabay Black Ritos. Oh, yeah. I never smoked it. I never saw it. I saw yeah. an NFT picture of it, mm -hmm. but I never saw it. There it was on display, and uh, I want to smoke it. But I said, I'm not going to smoke it now. I'm going to wait till tomorrow because I actually want it to be the first cigar mm. uh, of the day tomorrow. So I'm not even going to take it. And? Outstanding. Outstanding. It's This guy's crazy. How does he make the greatest cigar you ever had? And then he comes out with something else and it's better. And the same goes for the following day that I ended up having the um, new Alfonso Grand Selection. Mm. Oh, my God. Better than the other one. How is that possible? Um, and More oak, I bet. <laughs> then they had the Atabay 10-year uh, aged cigar, which I have had the sample of before. Yep. That one's outstanding. Um, lots of new cigars. Uh, Black Bomb. I smoked it actually during the setup day. Hmm. There was no smoking in there, so we walked out into the back. And in the back where you can stand, yeah. it says now... We went and had a cigar the mm -hmm. day before, me and you, right? Yeah. Now it's all printed, no smoking. Oh, they put all over the wall. Because of us. Because of us. And then I went down the stairs that are over there, 
and there's one of those little long neck things where you drop your cigarette into. Mm-hmm. So we stood there and smoked the uh, black bomb. That's a good size, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Well, 114 degrees yeah. out. There's no way he's. But we were on the shade long. anyway. But um, new size of red anchor. Uh, four new sizes. Uh, I'll save that for a clean palate too. Next stop, Artista. So the Artista, um, there is the um, Harvest, and there is the Midnight. Oh. And, I, and I've I've had the harvest before, but I never had the midnight. Yeah, I mean, they they were, were given sp- samples of that last year. Last year, yeah. And it just it was released three weeks before the show was on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had the had the midnight anyway. I thought it was very good. Yeah, I got one sitting in my humidor at home. Yeah. Um, nothing new from Big Poppy yet mm. from Artista, but uh, there is the rumbling of the HOF. Oh, why wouldn't there be? Hall of Fame. Now now Big Poppy will have a $30, $40 cigar. And I hope well, he's got a $48 one downstairs, yeah, the one that looks right. like a baseball bat. So I'm, I'm wondering maybe that'll be a, another one. As you look at these things that they say no, but here's the things uh, on the works. Maybe we'll see that in March, right? It's mm-hmm. around the corner. Mickey Pegg says the red anchor is awesome. Reminds him of the old DR days. Yes. That is like the mm. old Davidoff, mm. you know, in, a, in its heyday when it was the big thing. That's what I taste, too. Um, very surprisingly, uh, got almost halfway through the show um, and only bought a few new cigars. I was shocked that we got as far as we got and that I had only bought a few. Um but I used my one and only. Yep, I heard. Oh, no. Uh, it was a long shot by. That's what we do. And Ed. Uh, so for people that are new to the show or maybe missed this in a previous episode, Dave and the buyer, Ed Santa Maria, each get a, they, they have to agree to take on a new cigar together. And in the absence of both agreeing, one of them can just use veto power and say, we're taking it. But they get one each. Yeah. So this is your one. So this is not a cigar. This was a, this was an accessory. Are oh. you fucking kidding me? Did you me? get the multi-million dollar ashtrays? No. 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 Um, so there are lighters and cutters and ashtrays and humidors. Uh, I'm not my. liking this. <laughs> I ended up seeing these candles. Are you kidding me? You used your long shot on a candle? Not well, a candle. There's a reason for it. You're, it's going to become very clear to you. Barry, you would have bought it too. It was calling me, and you Does could it have just, a bidet attached to it. Does it wipe your ass? Lo- you could see the logos from afar. <laughs> the one that caught my eye was the Twinkie. <laughs> Hostess Twinkie candles. The last ding dongs, Twizzlers. The last thing you need is to be smelling ding dongs when you're burning a candle. Twelve flavors. I bought. 12, I don't know how many they had, but I bought 12 flavors, two sizes. is 24 different styles. Oh, did of you get the Jolly Rancher watermelon? Jolly, yes, oh, Jolly nice. Ranchers. Uh, <laughs> they're unbelievable. This, this is what you wasted it on? On day one, it's over. Um, you have no self-control John, whatsoever. Jonathan, Mike D. Papino cautions you that there will be environmental lectins when he lights <laughs> For sure. This is the best candle in the world. It's unbelievable. I wonder if you can gain weight from it. Or but you, I wonder- could, you could have not bought that 
walk the rest of the trade show and come back and not wasted your yeah. one shot? Yeah. What no. if there was a cigar out there? It wasn't there. Ed wasn't for it. Um, but, and Ed blows his oh. on cleaning supplies. <laughs> so there was these things that clean the floor, and it sprays the water and soap and stuff on it, and there's a rubber gasket on both sides and vacuums it up as it does it. And with these type of floors that we have, it's going to be spick and spin and clean. And for the warehouse... What the hell is wrong with the two of you? I know. It's crazy. That's what to tell you there's not that, a lot of right. new cigars It really that were shows right. you that there wasn't a lot. You bought a, four, a floor buffer and some candles. No, you bought and, like and four floor there's buffers. There's this other thing that you, you, it's for outdoors or in this case, the warehouse, it picks up nails and rocks and things as you push this thing through and these things... So a giant vacuum cleaner. You bought an outdoor vacuum. Whatever, it's awesome. And a floor buffer. We're very excited, and both of us. <laughs> candles that smell like a ding-dong. Uh, Philip Jenkins says that uh, you and Ed, are sh you shop like an old married couple. Oh, maybe oh, this is what's God. happening. So then we went to dinner with a retailer in Las Vegas, which was fun to do, uh, and learn what's going on there, and uh, basically wrapped up day one of the trade show. I don't think either one of those can count. It's not a cigar. All right. Let's get to the poll question of the week, and that's brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. All right. And this week, we uh, concluded the bracket for best commercial on the Cigar Authority, and Jose Dominguez went up against Aladino. Wow. Uh, the two music. Yeah. And uh, Jose Dominguez becomes the A-side of the single, with Aladino going on the B-side. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose. Jose. Jose Dominguez. It was 61% uh, for Jose Dominguez. And going into yesterday, it was closer to 80%. Yeah. But Aladino had a surge. It, it doesn't have the same longevity. So mm. it's building its yes. traction. Stuff. Well, I'm starting to fall in love with the wheels and the bus go round and round. Oh, my <laughs> fucking Lord. I'm hearing this over and over at my house. It's in my head. I can't stop oh, hearing boy. it. So I'm wondering of some I can just sort of envision that this candle company ends up uh, buying an ad and that the drop is going to be the ding dong. I thought it was good. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a new poll up on the CigarAuthority.com. We've taken a break from bracketology for a while. And uh, this week we're going to ask you what your thoughts are on there being an excess of Sumatra cigars. Oh, I have year. thoughts. <laughs> All right, you have thoughts. Uh, next week on the show, uh, Mr. Jonathan will not be here. It is the Cigar Brand Graveyard. We're going to go into old brand. Should they make a comeback? Should they be left dead? Are they dead? Uh, we'll get into that and lots more. And uh, the following week, inflations boost sales on private label everything, including cigars. Mm. I'm going to talk about private labels uh, the following week on the 29th, and that brings us into did, August. Did you ever do, like, uh, you remember the old generic packaging that's just white? The with no frills? Black, yeah, with black letters. Did you ever make one? I don't think I ever did with just black letters. I even put the logo on the original Dos Ombre mm. uh, back in the day. I don't think I ever Never just wrote did cigars. Never generic, huh? <laughs> well, there was the name that cigar that was generic. Had no name on it though. It didn't have black letters with white background. Do you remember that generic? I remember the a, one that said no frills. No, no, was the generic. Brand. It was almost a stamp font, right? Yeah, yeah, that was big. It was back, big. Back, Everything had it back before the grocery stores were doing their own white label stuff. There was a more central white label place, and everything was plain white packaging. 
with black lettering on it. Generic. Just say corn flakes. Yes. <laughs> no it would probably say flakes of corn. <laughs> flakes of corn. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just keep going, and we're gonna go we're gonna go long today, I think, uh, based on uh, what I have here. But um, woke up Sunday uh, with a little laryngitis. You're still hearing my voice uh, days later. Um, we started with Sunday brunch at Bouchon. Oh, uh, I love that shit. And we had dinner with the best retailers in America. We had other retailers there. It was uh, United Cigar had a had a brunch. Nice. Uh, friggin' food is off the charts, man. If if you want a breakfast, I don't even want to call it breakfast. I mean, it's more than breakfast. It's a feast. It's a morning feast. Uh, amazing. Uh, the coffee is the most delicious coffee. Mm-hmm. French pastries blow away Italian pastries. They ain't even close. I thought Italian pastries was everything. No. French no, pastries. Not enough butter in Italian pastries. Oh man. Uh, grits, it's pretty much only butter and French pastries. Yeah. Grits, eggs, fruit, pork belly. Whoa. Oh, you ate grits? I, I did. And pork belly and bacon and sauce. Pork belly's the thing that did me Listen, in. the fruit was outstanding. There was fruit that was perfect delicious. Perfect fruit. Right? Perfect. Mm-hmm. Looked perfect, tasted perfect. Bright, <sighs> delicious. Um, onto the trade show floor. I light up the Alfonso Grand Selection before the show opens up. Fresh palate. I'm ready to go. Uh Grand. Grand selection. Grand Ooh, is the right the grandest word. grandest one? Oh, my God. <laughs> wait wait till it comes. That's going to be soon, right? Did, you know, I don't think that's like October, November. I'm not even sure. No. Well. It's not in, right? Grand selection? I don't think so. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot from selected that hasn't been unpacked. Um, so I don't, I don't Dave, know. There, it could be in the boxes. There's yeah, no way to tell with Nelson. It's like a surprise. Yeah, and we saw some surprises coming up for him in the, <laughs> oh, for the no. future, his future. Um, so way to top off t- the top-notch breakfast was that cigar. Mm. C- couldn't have been better. Um, and we're ahead uh, of, you know, we got halfway through day one, which was amazing uh, because and you bought we want three and a half cleaning days. supplies and a candle. Right. <laughs> so uh, on the first hour that, open hour that's there for the VIPs and whatever, and you can go run around. I got the Alfonso. I sat down and stayed sitting down for the hour, as Ed did too. Like, we lit this guy standing up, and we thought we are going to start working the show, and we look at each other, and we no, both sit down and said, we're not freaking moving. So uh, we wasted an hour. We, As I say, we were ahead of schedule. Anyway. So Ed Santa Maria is listening to the <laughs> yeah. show, Al Buyer, and he said the cigar's not in. It won't be in until October. October. All right. Glad. Dave, Whiskey Miser's got a great suggestion for you here. Maybe the candle company will be a sponsor, and Dave can sing Candle in the Wind. Ah, That's pretty good, isn't it's it? It's good. Okay. Okay. They'll probably use it for a national campaign. All right, so now uh, we start working again after we smoke that cigar. We hit, start hitting aisle to aisle, testing, buying the new Monte Cristo 1935 Diamante. This is, as much as I love the 1935 from last mm-hmm. year, his a, uh, supposedly better version or different version of whatever it is. It's certainly priced a little higher, 22 to 26, Yikes. but outstanding, and it might have been the first 
$20 cigar we bought at the show, we're in. Really? It was yeah, that it was, good. was really good. Especially after we just smoked the Alfonso. We sat down and smoked the Alfonso. Yeah. Now anything we smoke is going to be like, Second how's this going to yeah. be? And it still stood it up It stood up, enough. and I go, oh, this is really good. This is real good. We got to yeah. do it. Um, good thing Ed agreed because you had already used up. That's right. Yeah, you bought candles. candles. <laughs> um, at the booth, I met the grandson of Ramon C. Fuente. Really? Which I had met uh, Ramon Cifuente. This is the grand. He mm-hmm. passed away years ago. Um, this is the Potagus legend. I mean, this was uh, the legend of Potagus. And uh, th- this is the stuff I like. These are, you know, this is the big deal of. Uh, That's your movie stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't care about the basketball player that I, I didn't even pronounce his name right. Mark. Right? Yeah. Mark. Mark. Um, on to Fuente, J.C. Newman. Um so they have different things and stuff and looking at the cigar, but again, it wasn't about a cigar for me. They had the most interesting swag item I ever saw. Really? That I said, why didn't I think of this? This is the greatest idea. Makes you wish you didn't use your one. Well, I don't know what the deal is and how to get it. I said, I must have this. It was a Lego set. Oh, I saw that. I and the Lego set builds the factory. It's awesome. How great is that? It's awesome. Why did I not think of is that? Is it a life-size factory? No. Nope. No, you not can't <laughs> use it's it. Fucking as Legos, Ed Sullivan. They build some big stuff with Legos. Go back to sniffing your candle over there. Listen, they build giant stuff with Legos. Well, this is the coolest little box that, you know, if you're a cigar guy, you have to have this So thing. you're you're getting it for James to... I'm getting it get. for me. I don't know if I'm getting it or what the story is. Uh, they supposedly made a hundred of them or something. I said, I must have one, whatever it takes. Mm. I must have this. Uh, I came up with ideas where we could do contests in the store and people would try to assemble it. They said somebody did it in 40 minutes or something mm. like that. And maybe they do it under 30 and you win a cigar or, you know. Come up with something. I, I was pitching all kinds of shit at that point. <laughs> Throwing it up wanted. against the wall. Yeah. Um, Agonosa Leaf. Whoa, 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 yep. whoa, whoa. Elephant in the room. Excuse me. <laughs> was there a cigar on display? That was in the Patron booth. We'll get to that. Okay. Huh. Uh, Agonosa Leaf, Connecticut. Uh, Inniversario, Connecticut. Yep, yep. Blue yep. Band. Uh, we're in. Yep. Lunatic. This is a big ring gauge cigar. This is a ten inch by one hundred. Get the fuck out of here! You got it for the care package. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna need a bigger box. We'll actually maybe get whiskey miser to be quiet. I'm gonna tell you why I bought it. Well, I'm seeing a shit ton of photos on social media of people lighting. Yeah, it seems like they had a lot of retailers and, and and. Bloggers light them up at the booth. Really? It wasn't offered to me to do it, but I wouldn't have done it anyway. But it's a torpedo. Yes. There's the difference. Yeah, well, it starts at 70 ring gauge and it works its way up to 100. Well, it's a point. It starts at zero, right? So, you, I mean, it could be smoked. Where the 9 by 90 on Asylum, I, I couldn't light the no. damn thing up. I, so I said, all right, let's get, let's get some of these and try it. Um, Dave, Raul Duke has an idea that you should file away. How about cigars that come in a box made from Legos? We'll take that a step further. Then inside there are directions to use those Legos to make something else. Different out of it. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Bigfoot, uh, uh, Big Sky, 
which we have that little um, <laughs> mad minnow. <laughs> mad minnow. Yep. Um, they have a Blackfoot that was out there. Oh. They're a little company. They could be the company that could. I don't know. Just yeah. seeing. Okay, what this is the next thing. Let's try it. I smoked it. It was fine. Seems like they have the capital to survive. Yeah. Do they, do they just have a black foot or they have a white foot? No, nope, just red a black foot, foot sofa. Black so foot they're sofa. not obsessed with feet. No, not no, that I know that's of. That's good. Um, HPC hotcakes, <laughs> golden line. <laughs> a little inside humor there. HPC hotcakes, golden line. Um, like gold, the golden arches, golden hotcakes. Uh-huh. I did not get a sample. Ah, Ed, Ed, the buyer gave me one because <laughs> I saw back. a picture, and I uh, said I didn't even yeah. get a sample. You of this. might even like it because I went through all my stuff. I don't even you, have one. You will like it. It is a mild HVC. Really? I, uh, I thought it was like a two or three. You'll probably think it was a four or five. Right, but I, I, I bought it. Think it's but, in your wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. Interesting approach, though, because most of the other Nicaraguan. Connecticut shades tend to have oomph to them, so maybe something a little milder. It, it looked beautiful. Golden was a good name for it. It was uh, golden. Yeah, right? and um, looked very nice, and uh, they're, they're the growing company. It talked about. HVC yep. has talked mm-hmm. about. Um, he's coming along uh, great. Kristoff, uh, uh, Nicaraguan. Kristoff, uh, Trey Compandre, and there was a third Kristoff. I don't have them committed to memory, but I know they repackaged and gone is the tobacco leaves in all the boxes. Yes, yes. Which retailers are probably grateful for. Yep. Um, well, they need that tobacco now. It's a shortage. <laughs> Nesta Miranda's 80th birthday. Yep. It was uh, February 14th. Yeah. Valentine's Day he shares his birthday with. So he was there and he was happy. And of course you buy it, right? You kiss the ring and you yeah, buy the Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Three sizes, I believe. A Lancero, uh, the Rookie, which is a uh, Perfecto, yeah. and the Dano, which is named after his son. Yep, yep. Okay, so uh, Ed the Buyer, he's listening in. Uh, he used his one. Uh, I used my one, and uh, the I got information here on the f- three floor steamers and the parking lot uh, cleaner. Um, <laughs> but speaking of that, we didn't buy it yet, but... There was something very interesting that this was a house within a house. So you buy this room and it goes inside your house. The and whole room? The whole buying? room goes inside your house and it's you have to assemble it. Or say two guys smoke shop bought these things. We would have our assemblers assemble it in your house for you. And you need so much clearance and blah, 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 blah. And you step up to it because the floor has holes in it that blow the fresh air in. Mm. And the roof has holes in it where it gets sucked out and through a dryer vent goes out of your house. Mm. And you have a cigar smoking room in your house. This is a Sammy B question that... I got to get this information from them. I spent time with he them. He can we, build anything. He built this desk. How, but would he want to do this? Because how big is it? It had three different sizes. So say a, a, a 10 small, by medium, 10, and large. 10 by 12 to 10 sure. by 14 by 14 or whatever. Um, two chairs, a little end table, the TV on the thing, thing you plug your phone into, 
closed door. Hmm. It was way better than yeah. I thought it was going to be. A lot of amenities in there. You could put it in your basement. You could have a, put it in your living room, and this little hut is inside your living room. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could make it as so fancy. Like a as little you. cigar clubhouse. Yeah. Wow. And this would be a game changer in New England. Did you get Because any- you'd, you'd smoke all year round and no sure. smoke at all. Did you get any pricing on that? Even I got it all. Idea? I got it all. It's not that it's cheap, but it's no. a game changer. Right. And I think Ed Sullivan might be interested right off the no, bat. I'm just thinking. All right. Yeah. Listen, I wouldn't even bring it up if it, if it was a dog. It's not. It's mm-hmm. very intriguing, and I tested the shit out of it. I mean, we. Well, we there's went, a bathroom in it too. No bathroom. Oh. No, but you put your cigar down and you go out and you go to the bathroom. Even when you go out, the um, negative pressure that's pulling in, like, I'm, did I open it and the smoke is going to pour out? No. The opposite happened. Whoa. Even more went up. Went in, right. Yeah. Because more air was going sure. in and it went out. So the, they got it down to a science. This is a, um HVC guy that invented this thing. And HVAC. AC. HVC. Rainier the Rainier guy. Oh, really? <laughs> well, back to the hotcakes, right? Yeah. Um, and then uh, wrapping up the day there with, um, I, I'll make the call now, is the best new cigar of the show is mm. the Perdomo 30th. Yeah. Um, and I didn't get to the Maduro until I actually got back here. Um, but um, that's the thing. I mean, it's... Uh, it, it's an ultra premium yeah. cigar at a at a great price, like I, like all the cigars I, are. I smoked the uh, Sun Grown yesterday, and uh, it mm. just seems to have a level of refinement. Correct. that goes beyond the twentieth. Very mm. very aged tobacco oh. is the difference that's happening. Fifteen year aged, and it milded it out a little bit. It's yeah. not it's not a mild cigar. No. He never is. I don't but think they can make mild. Perception cigars. wise, I think you know any. The actual refinement makes it seem probably less strong than yeah. it is nicotine-wise. Yeah, 15-year tobacco. It's outstanding. Uh, it's going to be a big deal when it hits. And again, we're going to wait till uh, probably November Q- by the time Q3, that hits. Uh, Q4, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. So uh, speaking of mild, uh, we are smoking the Monte Cristo <laughs> yeah. White, which is uh, arguably the highest volume premium cigar that there is you know i'll take taking something over the ten dollar you know into the teens um price range uh this is the gangbuster of all premium cigars that's what i'm looking for at the trade show i'm looking for the gangbuster of premium cigars and what will i say about this this is a mild cigar it has to be Sure. To be to move that kind of volume, it has to be a mild cigar. So don't look at mild cigars as negative. I'm I'm at a show, and if you say I didn't have HVC hotcakes, but um, of the golden hotcake, if that was a mild cigar, it could be the next big thing. I'm okay. looking for the, the the next big thing of being a strong cigar is far and few between that that yeah. ends up happening. Yeah, HVC will double their consumer base with the release of that Connecticut. It will become their number one yes. by far. It will be their number one product. As Perdomo Champagne, far from mild, but it's a shade and it's champagne mm-hmm. and the perception is, and that's their biggest seller of all also. Um, I did have the Connecticut and the Sun Grown, as I told you at this point, 
And I liked the Sun Grown more than the Connecticut, mm. which was surprising. Yeah. Which was surprising. Uh, all right, let's go to break. And when we come back, no pain, no gain. I struggled through day three and four, but I got it done. I am going to present you guys with your cigar. And they're all different. Oh, boy. Uh, this is from the show, and we'll all smoke something different in the next hour. Stick around. We are live on the Toscano Soundstage. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the CigarAuthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. 
The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Some say cigars are all the same. It's just not true. It's you I have to blame. Well, I don't know, because what I know, there is a cigar called Aladino. Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Corojo. They say authentic, so we're not confused, while the others say it's a word that's just abused. I guess that's so. They can't compete. At least I'm sure Aladino can't be beat. Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Cigars uses authentic Corojo tobacco from JRE Tobacco. This is the greatest commercial you ever heard. Yeah. This is Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black, White, and now Red West Tampa Tobacco. West Tampa Cigars, passion with purpose. And uh, they were there, and I haven't mentioned them. They were directly behind the giant wall of Nelson Alfonso. So Nelson blocked them. It was blocked. Are they coming out? He had the same booth last time of the size and everything, but it was there, but I felt terrible. Are they going to come out with West Tampa Blue so they can have the full flag? There we go, and then the the whole thing could match up. Yeah, I think he said said red red is the last color, yep. Yeah, so, uh, but they're hot. They were hot. I hope it didn't affect their sales or anything being behind that. Um, they, they got pretty good ratings in Cigar Aficionado before. I saw that, yeah. So they'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be good. Okay, so uh, what is the second cigar I picked? Yeah, Of really? the new things, I picked something for everybody. So I'll start with you, Ed Sullivan. Uh, what, how do you pronounce that, Dave? now here's the good news for you you don't even bother having to learn it because it's a limited release they'll be gone in a hurry um i studied it a little bit so i I went to the source for the pronunciation of this king guajanario ah king 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 Quinqua. Quinquazenario. Quinqua, pass that over to Ed Sullivan. That's, a, <laughs> that's one of those. Uh, it is a cigar <laughs> collaboration between Roma Craft, Skip Martin, and the famed cigar maker Ernesto Perez Carrillo. It was for Skip's 50th birthday, uh, but the good news is, uh, even though that was a year ago, it's for being fi- in the 50s. It, yeah. It refers uh, to someone in their 50s. Which he had nine years to pull it off, <laughs> so he did. Uh, the cigar being crafted at uh, E.P. Carrillo's uh, La Alenza factory in the Dominican Republic. 
my goal for the project was to make a truly Dominican cigar, but our kind of Dominican, uh, says Skip Martin. Um, and this is the one and only sample that I have. Yeah, and it's uh, one size in this, mm-hmm. a Robust, the standard Robusto yeah. 5 by 50 uh, $15 price tag, mm-hmm. boxes of 24 will be $360. So how much for a single? <clears throat> $15. Okay. And... So I'm buying it anyway, but yeah, you tell me it's Initial good. production is 2,000 boxes, and then subsequently he'll release another 2,000 bundles. All right. So you would really have to tell me how it is because... I know, but you know what the wrapper is, right? Sumatra. Yes. Yeah. We, we've already ordered them. Yes, we ordered, yeah. but uh, I didn't get to smoke it. So that's mm-hmm. it. There's, there's one right. sample. So I should smoke it with a Dave mentality? Nope. Tell me the truth of exactly what you think. Uh, next, I'm handing Barry the NM80. That's the real name of it. Yep. NM80. Nesta Miranda celebrating his 80th birthday, officially called the MN80. Nicaraguan Puro that is designed uh, for having a medium body profile. Um, that is the Rookie, the 5 and 5 eighths by 48 to 52 because it's a shaped Pelicoso Perfecto. That will be an $18 cigar. They're in boxes of 10, and uh, that is the only one I have. So you have to tell me how it is, and that's for Barry Stein. His is $3 more than mine retail. All right. It means you like him better. I like him better. (laughs) All right. Uh, next up is for Jonathan, and I have the Aladino Sumatra. This Ooh. is a Sumatra seed tobacco in Honduras. Um, Honduras-grown Sumatra over undisclosed binders and fillers that look very different in the foot, although this is um, covered, and uh, you'll have to take that off to see it. Um, I did smoke that cigar. That was uh, the first cigar I smoked mm. at the show. Uh, it looks like to be a one size six by fifty two, and it will be priced at sixteen dollars. Which is see if this is any indication, because when I look at Aladino, show the show the folks. Could you zoom into that? Let me see how far that's how, in that's, I that's think how mine was too. That the inside looked. There's, it looks like black tobacco on the inside, and when the uh, Corojo Reserve looks like that, usually you get punched in the face with. Uh, Nicotine. Yeah, you can see it. You can see that black swirl. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, that's a lot of black swirl. Yeah, do you see that? Um, so uh, I did smoke it, and but it was, um, I said I need a second one. I knew you normally don't ask for a second one, but Jonathan would be really butthurt if he didn't get to do it because <laughs> uh, he would really need that. And for myself, um, I have, um, and I have one of each for all years because this ah. was something I was able to get four of. So you all can have what I have. This is the Doc Star. Doc Star is uh, by Rocky Patel. Hmm. Um, the secondary band, which this is a unique cigar because the secondary band here, and there's three bands, but the one in the middle says Nicaraguan. And the funny thing about this cigar is it's Honduran. It's not Nicaraguan at all. It's rolled in Nicaragua? It's everything Honduran. It's even made in Honduras. It has nothing to do with Nicaraguan at all. It's a mistake. Uh, Packaging-wise, it's a mistake. It Mm. will not come out like that. So we have... I'm keeping it for a collectible. There we go. Whatever you want to do. It's a collectible. Um, So it'll be out in September. 
And uh, it is a Corojo wrapper and filler uh, for all tobacco from Honduras and Paraguay. Hmm. So, so it's uh, not all Honduran. Correct. Pa- pa- Paraguay, which is, it has no Nicaraguan in it, though. Not made in Nicaragua. has nothing to do with Nicaragua. But there you go of that. So uh, that's it. You guys all smoke your cigars. I'm smoking mine. So uh, I'll be smoking what you'll be smoking later, or if you're going to mm-hmm. save it or do whatever you want with it. Uh, the only difference is the... It has that on it, and uh, they didn't go through the bother of taking them all apart and peeling that secondary band off for whatever reason. It's time to cut our cigar, and the official Mm -hmm. cutting is brought to you by the fine folks at Perdomo Cigars, now celebrating their 30th anniversary in business. Yes. Really? Yeah, I don't have the whole thing memorized. I was just trying to segue Dave into his read. Perdomo's the brand that while all (laughs) other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, and they actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And I'm going to make note of somebody who um, we didn't lower their price, but while they zagged while everybody else was zigging here, and it was McAuliffe. Hmm. They were the standout for everybody coming out with these cigars in $20 ranges. Mm-hmm. High teens, $20 they was sub, the norm. Sub $10. They went down lower than they ever did. We're yeah. talking $7, $8, Whew. and the cigar is outstanding. It is the absolute best value of the show was McAuliffe. You know on a candy cane, the plastic that's on the outside? Yes. If you were to suck on the candy cane with the plastic on it. Still on. You do get some of the essence of that peppermint, but it's mm-hmm. not syrupy sweet. And that there is a little peppermint essence coming through the cold drawer on this. Of what? Alad- on this Aladino Sumatra. 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 Aladino Sumatra. Sumatra. Nah, We're going to light our cigar today with the <laughs> Falcon by Vertigo featuring a single jet, a flip top, a fuel window on the side, an easy adjustment, all for the low price of fourteen ninety nine, And yes... That jet is fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. That's the Falcon by Vertigo. Well, you better get ready for some no Vertigo lighters and stuff coming in. Mm. They, How do they do it? Volume. They have some great stuff coming out, and the prices are unbelievable, and they just keep getting better and better at it. Mm. And we go to every booth, but there's nobody like them. No. That's the place. If you're a retailer out there and you're not carrying Vertigo stuff, you're missing the boat here. It's because... Right. Were there any standout gimmick lighters? You know how some used to be electronic or... No, no. One have a magnifying glass for emergencies out in the sun? No. I should carry a magnifying glass. There was there was some gimmicky cutter type things um, from other people mm-hmm. that... Uh, I don't think we pulled a trigger on any of them, but I'm on day three right now. Um, I woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning. remember going to bed at midnight or something. This time I woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Old people have to do that because you've got to go pee. <laughs> Enlarged prostate, do you? My knee was killing me like I'm in big friggin' trouble. Uh, what's going on? I can hardly walk. Probably. I don't know what it is, but uh, I waited till... Uh, Regular morning hours before I texted Ed Santa Maria and said, you got ibuprofen because I had six hours to uh, Google 
what do I do about this? Uh, and at no point did you drink water. That didn't occur to you. I don't. I don't you already don't drink enough water here, where it's humid as fuck. All right, out there, you got to be drinking I had plenty water. Of water. You I had did plenty. not. Anyway, uh, I, I took the ibuprofen, laid down for an hour, resting it. I was a, it worked enough to get me down to breakfast and deciding whether I'm going to go to the show or not. Um, by then, it really kicked in, and I was able to use my flotation device as a, uh, you know, I used my um, little suitcase there as a crutch, basically. But, <laughs> as an old man walker. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but as as I walked, and, and we stayed at um, uh, Treasure Island, Treasure Island. got to walk across the bridge and everything, mm-hmm. the walking actually did me good. All of a sudden, it started feeling better and better, so I was able to get through the days. Uh, oh. And it got better and better as every day went. But, Dave, Ted Hughes <laughs> says you should have gone to visit the cannabis dispensary. Could smell it everywhere you went. Yeah. As, you, as you're walking down the, the street, holy God. Um, okay, so here we go, uh, last full day, uh, and then there'll be a short four hours that'll be left on the, on the last one. I should be able to wrap up the whole show in a couple hours because <laughs> I got through most of it, and I'll have uh, um, lots left to do, go through it again and get myself in trouble. Um, I have lots of samples to smoke and final decisions to make. It's a shame that... Uh, Every new cigar does not get you the cigars in advance mm-hmm. uh, because you just can't get it to them. And you, you, you were with me when in the office when I pulled a bag out of stuff I got to smoke, Ed Sullivan, right? Oh, yeah. I, I got a month's worth it was of work a, here. a shopping bag yeah. full of stuff. And I really do. It's not like I want more than one of anything, but I, I want to no, make... And the unpacking takes longer than you'd think because you have to start, who made this cigar? Right. <laughs> It yeah. doesn't even say on the band. Right. Or there's no paperwork to it or anything. And especially the ones that hand you a, a cigar with no band on right. it. Don't bother. because no, you're it's never going to know. Yeah. Um, Just travel with a Sharpie and you could take notes on the cellophane. Or you, you could write it down the very end of the cigar. You probably won't smoke that far. So things that I was curious about and, you know, I want to pull the trigger on it. I was going to now smoke in the next two days, but how many can you possibly get through seriously? And uh, so it's going around buying and doing what I do while at the same time I'm powering through these cigars to see what I can end up doing. Um, Somebody came to me with a Chinese cigar, cigar Hmm. made in China using regular tobacco, but also Chinese tobacco was inside, inside there. I'll say I expected worse. It, <laughs> it was not that bad. What a rave review. Yeah, I expected worse. I did. I expected 20 worse. 20 minutes later, did you want another mm. one? <laughs> they make 50 million of these cigars per year. That's not a small mi- production. It was the amount of production of Cuban cigars, all Cuban brands combined, huh. is what China is already making now, on this particular cigar. Aside from the taste of it all, what was your thoughts on the construction of it? Was it well constructed? I've had I've had Chinese cigars before to see what it is. They are improving dramatically. Probably in about three years or so, mm-hmm. it'll be trouble. And the, the, it's going to be trouble to manufacturers. I think the real thing is in the, when it comes to the Chinese smoking Chinese made cigars. If you don't have cigars and that's the only cigar you have, it's pretty good. Yeah, I would smoke it. Yeah, 
That's better than no cigars. I remember having a cigar Great Wall years ago, mm-hmm. and I would rather not have a cigar than have that <laughs> in those days. And now, now this one, I would, I would in smoke a pinch, this. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, you can see they're going to improve and improve as time goes on. They're buying lots of tobacco. So mm-hmm. they're buying people's good tobacco, too. Then I got tobacco rolled, you know, just to taste the tobacco. Yeah. This was from India. Hmm. India-grown tobacco. Amazingly good. Not really? okay. Really friggin' good. Huh. It's the next big thing. This was crazy good. Five years and now, from now, it will be the next big thing. I'm going to say it right here. India tobacco is going to be a thing because this stuff was good. Huh. Burned well, tasted great. What a what a what a new um, ingredient that this is. And it could be a a puro. It was that good. Wasn't uh, more in Bodega and a roll cigar? Yes. I don't know if they ever did that. Did I don't they? know. No. Um, really, something to pay attention to. Uh, and you heard this 2023. I'm telling you right now. Uh, so back up and down the aisles looking for new cigars. Uh, and there's a few to mention. Um, the Intemperance Volstead. Mm-hmm. It was not the same cigar, supposedly, that we had. Different wrapper. Different wrapper. Yeah, yeah. They made that tweak. Uh, Barry, Bar- you tried the production one or no? Yeah, it was my intention to bring you one because I got uh, Skip sent me back like four of them. Mm. Uh, well, what did you think? But the message was given to me. Skip wanted you to have these, and I was told you already had four cigars for the show. Uh, but I'll bring in the other three but next week. That, that's not why I brought it up. No, no, but I'll bring in the other three. It was my I, intention to do it today, it, and I it was more comparison to the pre-release. It was smoother and cleaner. It wasn't as gritty. Mm. All right, I, I haven't had it. I did the one I got was was uh, the one uh, you're smoking uh, was the only sample I got. Yeah, I got one of those. How as do you well. pronounce that? The fifties, Quinquagenario. Quinquagenario. Yeah. The uh, our listener Brett here in the, in our studio audience texted me and said maybe you can partner with the Chinese and bring back Zing. Here we go. Possibly. Zing, Zing. Um, All Saints Solamente. Every year they come out in November for November 1st, the Solamente version. Here it is. Then the great thing of all, I walk over to the booth, <laughs> and there it was. What? Um, was there some sort of pedophilia happening? No. Why would you say that? Just asking. It was a, a real-life confessional booth. The in real the booth. life. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> it was there. I saw it coming. Did you? I was being a wise-ass. Okay. Uh, it was a real, like... 100-year-old right. confessional. The old dark wood. And, and then on the side, they had all the candles for the novena, and you light your, the candle. Did, did you make a confession? I made a confession. And they had the sliding screen and everything? everything. Oh, it's beautiful. They may take it around. It may show up here. The next time <laughs> Mickey Pegg and Frank come, there may be the confessional. Uh, I don't know, but it, it, was, not, it was big and heavy. Yeah, so it'd be know. hard. Maybe they can make a Lego set of it or something. It's not carry-on, right? You'd have no. to ship it freight. No. Maybe the Lego set of the confessional. <laughs> we can work on that. But right now it is time for the confessional brought to you by All Saints Cigars. It's time for the confessional. Brought to you by All Saints Cigars. Featuring the All Saints St. Saint Francis. 
voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year. All Saints Cigars. In the name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And how long has it been, my son, since your last St. Francis uh, uh, confession? It's been one week since my last confession. And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? And the following message was submitted by Anonymous through the Contact Us page at thecigarauthority.com. Gentlemen and Barry, it is with great dismay that I come to you today to confess an atrocity unlike any other confessed before. Wow. Ed may need to record a new penance worse than being an animal. But first, a brief backstory. I began smoking cigars in 2009 when me and my buddies were given Padron in 1964 when we graduated high school. It's a bit of a different origin story than most when you get your first cigar, especially when it's at the top of the list. Needless to say, I was hooked. My girlfriend at the time, who was going to school for nursing, did not support smoking. I tried to explain the difference between cigarettes and cigars, and it was like trying to teach string theory to my goldfish. She just didn't care. Trying to respect her wishes, my smoking got slower and slower and eventually ended. Fast forward many years, we foolishly got married despite the obvious red flags along the way, Mm. and to no one's surprise, the marriage ended, and it turns out we were both seeking attention elsewhere. Now, you might think, that's where the confession is. You'd think that adulterous behavior would surely warrant a trip to the the confessional booth. Yes. However, the atrocity, I must confess, is not against my ex-wife, but instead against all of you. Oh, I thought he was going to go with the sister-in-law. I thought it was the sister-in-law one. Okay. I have religiously listened to the Cigar Authority since returning to cigars in 2020. Uh, And though I never listened to the live show, I've never missed a new episode. I've even listened to many years worth of content from years prior. The series of questions of the week has forced me to come face to face with my heinous crime. Alas, I must confess... I have never been able to participate in the question of the week about our favorite show advertisements before because I have fast-forwarded and skipped every ah, ad break the Cigar Authority has ever played. Terrible. Every this is time the worst. I heard Dave say, all right, let's take a break, I would ravenously start smashing the skip 10 seconds button until I heard Dave once again say, and we're back smoking the <laughs> insert cigar here. I know it's reprehensible and downright disgraceful. I am ashamed. This diabolical plot of deception has gone on long enough. I accept my fate, and may God have mercy on my soul. That is a good confession. Yeah. I I hate that you do it, but you miss a lot because we put some great stuff out there inside those breaks. Yeah, and I'll give him a penance, but we've got more for him. He's right. He's not done with this. Oh, jeez. You're an animal. For your penance, you must buy and smoke one full box of All Saints cigars this week. And for his additional penance, he has to go back and listen to only the commercials uh, from this week's show. Well, he could do last week's show and just listen to the commercials. You're probably better off. More entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a shorter show. It'll be easier to find the commercials. But ten times. He hasn't li- listened to... Um, Jose Dominguez. Yeah. Aladino. No. Well, the Aladino we played during the show, so he heard that one at least mm-hmm. once. Pissed off Christoph. There's, some, there's, so there's many. gold. There's gold. some gold there. <laughs> and and they change. Every once in a while they change, and you've got to go really back to hear some. Whiskey Miser says he also has to smoke through the bands on those cigars. There we go. <laughs> wow. 
It's a lot. Uh, I think most people hear the commercials. It's part of the show. It's part of it. That's what we want. And some of the stuff gets in there because it becomes this for All Saints, right? This is the commercial. So obviously you hear this one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what do we got for the after show today? The after show, we are going to talk about the positives and negatives of the PCA trade show in the direction of the cigar industry. So we'll get into into that. Um, wrapping up, uh, by the way, on um, day three, it was off to dinner to Sinatra's mm-hmm. with uh, Eric Newman. That it, This has become a regular thing, uh, which I love. Um, for the bone and veal palm, we don't even look at the menu anymore. No, you don't no. need to. That's you know it. what you're getting. Yeah, I, I had that last year when I was with you. Phenomenal. If and I was it, going to eat lectins, that's what I would eat, I think. Yeah. And it was Ed's birthday, and he went with you, yes. and I said, you had the bone and veal? He goes, no, I had a chicken parm. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I don't know why he ends up uh, changing it up. Uh, maybe veal isn't his thing. I, I don't think he has it every time, but me and Eric do. Yeah. Uh, and we talk about it the rest of the year. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh, that. I mean, tiny, tiny houses is all the rave, so why not for the veal? Yeah. Uh, chat room's wondering on the blind cigar reviews. When did the results get shared? Uh, beginning in August. All right. So they have till uh, the end of July to do it. I have... T- I believe, as of this morning, 22 of 40 in, so better than halfway done. And uh, we have four different groups. There'll be a different one that goes out every week. Whoever the first one, A, B, C, or D, is done, that's the one I'll put out while I wait for the next Mm -hmm. one. I never did this before, so it's going to be combining everybody's thing into one. I may get the highest number and the lowest number, get rid of them. Right. I think you should. Yeah, you always got to drop the Russian judge. and Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Be- because there is, I don't know, I wouldn't say on every single group so far, but there's one there's guy that outliers. doesn't. There's outliers that are happening already. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not, I'll still use their, their um, may- maybe the strength profile, maybe the uh, flavors, but on the number itself, I think I'll, I might dump the high and low. I'll make that call when, when I get them all in. We're going to transition at some point to a break. So take a couple puffs of your cigar so you get some flavors. I'm going to talk about mine briefly. I'm smoking the Aladino Sumatra. There are some similarities to the Corojo Reserve as far as the aggressive spiciness right at the beginning. Even though this is a Toro, it is treating my palate like the Robusto and the Corojo Reserve does. Uh, aggressive spice at the beginning, and then it rounds out with a little bit of uh, vanilla and lemon cream, like one of those lemon cream cookies that look like an Oreo, but it's not an Oreo. It's the lemon cream maybe, one. What maybe it's that? a lemon cream cake. It's definitely not a cake. It's <laughs> a right. cookie. There's, there, you can taste the crunch. Yeah. What do you got, Barons? There's something familiar about this. You know these balls? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't know. There's... Something about it that reminds me of the Art Deco. There's something about it that reminds me of the old Nesta Miranda Oscuro. Who's making it? My father. Same factory that made those. Um, Does it remind you of big game animals? Zebra. Reminds me of zebra. 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 (laughs) But there's a lot of chocolate in the beginning. Um, It's a little bit young now in the middle part. I'm getting a little bit of ammonia. But the chocolate's still there. And there's also a little bit of uh, light coffee. Like they have just a little too much cream added to it. What are you? You're smoking the Kinsey Yerniero. Yeah, I mean, look at the burn line and the ash. It, it, perfectly constructed, ready to cigar. go. And as far as your hate for Sumatra, 
I will buy another of these. Another single? Or you will buy a box? Well, I'm going to try another single and then make the box decision. I, I will say, um, somehow, I think Ernesto knows how to take the yuck out of some, <laughs> I don't know what he does differently in the process. Julio does as well, because yeah. this is really, really good. Mm. That's something Sumatra is the thing. And I am smoking the Dark Star. Uh, it says Nicaraguan, but it's really a Honduran with the Paraguay in it. I would say a white wine with a little champagne in it. little Almost like a wine spritzer. Like a Very wine spritzer quality. And it is called a Dark Star, and it's not a dark cigar at all. And it is, it is more on the mild end than it is anything else of, of a white wine spritzer type of uh, little citrusy, little, little uh, dry white wine, but a little sweetness to it. Um, not what I thought it was going to be. You guys have one uh, for later on. You smoke it. Nice. But a uh, nice uh, summer cigar uh, is how I, how I take this. All right, let's go to break. And when we come back, a quick recap and overall thoughts of the PCA Trade Show 2023. We are live in the Toscano Soundstage. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Provider Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision with Miami Cigar & Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Havana wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. 
Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Hi, everyone. This is Rainier Lorenzo from HVC Cigars Company, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Unite Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa black, white, and now red West Tampa cigars. Passion with a purpose. And uh, we are all smoking something different from the PCA trade show. Um, It bothers me that uh, I am smoking the Rocky Patel Dark Star, and it is a light cigar. Mm. Light in flavor and light in wrapper color. Nobody, and not everybody likes to connect the dots like you do. So, who doesn't like to get the Sunday paper and connect the dots? I think most people don't like to connect dots. <laughs> I think you're the anomaly here. Am I the only one that still actually actually get a copy of the Sunday paper and read it at the breakfast table? Now, yeah, yes. Um, so my, I don't even my know how to get does. one. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I like that. I still haven't done it. I think it's been years. When it, I was a it's nightclub, a lot smaller than it used to. Yeah. It won't take you very long. And I I used to as a nightclub disc jockey. I would leave and I would go into Harvard Square and there was a big um, magazine newspaper Mm -hmm. stand that was there and they would have it in advance. And I would go by Harvard Square, grab it. Out of town news agency. Correct, correct. Is it still there? I don't know if it is. I haven't been to Harvard Square in forever. Out of town news. And uh, grab the Sunday papers, both of them. It was the Herald and the Globe. You could have gone right over the Tasty Diner after that. No, I would go by the bagel place in Chelsea uh, uh, that was open also. All right, let's move on to shut, shut the down, last day over here. Shut down in October of 2019. Oh, wow. Before the COVID thing, huh? Yep. That was a big deal. All right, so quick recap here on the PCA. Um, the last half day was, as usual, very, very slow. And as I told you, uh, it's going to go away. Uh, and maybe it's uh, the correct thing to do with that. I feel bad, but uh, it was a ghost town. And when you see manufacturers walking from booth to booth and looking around, uh, <laughs> that's interesting in itself that uh, they go into everybody else's yeah. booth and look at their stuff. And so that ends up I going saw, away. I saw some folks saying, yeah, some of the manufacturers weren't even at their booths on the final mm-hmm. half day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so celebrities in appearance that were there, uh, Guy Fieri uh, from the Food Network, Chaz Palmateri, 
who was um, the gangster yeah. movies and How stuff. How did he look? Pretty good. Tale. He looked very thin, uh, like Mr. Jonathan thin. So sexy. He looks like he could be related to Steve Buscemi at this point of his mm. life. I don't know who that is, but okay. <laughs> Leon Sarosky? C-E-A-R-C-Y? You don't need to spell. We don't care. He's a football player? Nothing? No. Next. Ocho Cinco? Oh, yeah, Chad. Shorty Pitbull? Shorty? The little person. Little person with oh, the, the dog. Oh, the dog guy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alonzo Mourning. Yeah. Alonzo Mourning? Yeah, oh. he was a center in the NBA. Basketball player, no? Yeah, NBA basketball player. Oh, NBA. NBA. <laughs> um, he doesn't follow golf, <laughs> so he doesn't know the center. Those are the ones I heard about. Yeah. There's usually ones you don't even Call see. The fucking Call elephant in the room. There. Are you slow playing this? Is it on your notes? What? Did you uh, order the Padron Fuente thing? Was it oh, available for order? One thing from Mickey Pegg. He says Oliver Nouveau was his favorite celebrity. There we go. Yeah. Um, yes, it was. It was at the Padron booth. And I said, what's the story? And he said, it's probably coming out in October or November. They already changed that allegedly at the last day of the show, that it probably won't come out in October now. Really? Yeah. yeah it's never coming out. That's that, why. That, that's the word that was going around on the last day of the show that I heard from multiple people. Well, I, he said it right to my face. Yeah. That it's in, coming. The, in the beginning of the show, they said they were telling everybody October, the last day of the show. They said, maybe not. So here's the bad news of this. No price. I said, Am I getting it? He said, of course. You're getting one. I said, three stores? Do you online everything? And he goes, yeah, a total of one. And I said, a total of one? He goes, Dave, there's only a little bit, and we're making them go around and whatever. Uh, we're talking about a box of 40 cigars. Mm -hmm. What the hell do I do with that? Well, yeah, 20 of each kind. So that would be if I, if I first off, if I sold it to somebody, Everybody hates me. Yep. Because I sold it to one person. How come you sold it to him? I wanted to buy it too. So that can't happen. If I said, okay, it's a limit of one per person, nobody wants one. Everybody wants at least two, mm -hmm. one yeah, of each. each. So that brings it down to 20 people. You don't have to what worry about it. What store do I do it? It's never going to happen. It's going to happen. It this, isn't. It's going to happen. They've already year. moved the date. No, they didn't. For the fucking third time. They didn't. So it's going to be yeah. October, November this year. My, Mike D. Papino says auction it off for charity. Just keep it. That that's a genius. You hold Put it for it the in. anniversary party. You do mm -hmm. a huge auction for it, and, and all all profits go to charity. You look like the rock star. Yeah, that's the best thing you could do. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no. Then again, I want to smoke it too. So bid. No, how about if I ended up doing it? Okay, <laughs> we're gonna do it, and the person that wins. Part of it is you have to smoke one of each cigar with me, <laughs> so that two are going to be gone and they can't I, they I can't resell it. I don't think many auctions work that way. Well, well, it's not yours, a lot of people going to think. But we can, what's the best? First off, I want to smoke <clears throat> it. Yeah, keep it for yourself, and then you guys want to smoke it too. And who's ever going to be the guy to ever do a review on these cigars? You're going to have to get them. It's one of each. Come on, George. I listen to the show. I know you listen every single week. Uh, Two. Then I can do something with one like that, which is a nice thing, but then there can be something that I, I can at least try a single oil. At least give me one of each bulk. Mm. 
something. Uh, Ted Hughes wants to know if you got the book when you were at Fuente's booth. No. No. I did not get the book. <laughs> um, I did buy a book while I was there. Really? Of somebody else who had it. It just arrived today, too. Um, the big guys were all back except, uh, well, you can't say except Jewish State because they were there with Hoya de Nicaragua, their salespeople. Uh, Davidoff uh, was not there uh, in any any way, shape, or form. Um, uh, all in all, the, sh- the show was great. I'll actually give a rating to the show on the after show. I'll actually give it a number rating score. Uh, the attitude was good. The sales, everybody said, was good. It looked like it was good. Uh, and there was some new stuff, but honestly, it looked like there was going to be a lot of stuff, and there wasn't. It was a lot of um, different sides of something or bringing something back that was a, a release for somebody else. There was a lot of that. I was happy, though, because the things that I wanted, you got. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we got less than than I expected. Yeah. It was the least I ever did of new product. Yeah. Um, so I feel a little bad on that. That there's all all that how, new is. How about your spend? Was it about the same? Yeah. You, it, well, yeah. Some of these things was we went crazy. Of, you just had to yeah. take the deals. Yep. Uh, so PCA rating, final score, everything on Wednesday's after show. So that is it right now. It is time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. (laughs) (laughs) And the owners of a Canadian sushi restaurant say they've been subjected to harassment after a woman went viral on TikTok by accusing the establishment of degrading her for ordering too much food. Cassandra, Ridley had done that. Cassandra Morrow, 25, dined at Paper Crane Sushi Bar and Bistro in King City, Ontario, Canada, with a friend, when the pair ordered chicken fried rice from tempura, noodles, and two sushi rolls. It was at this point the waitress looked at the woman and said, no, no, too much food, which caused them to be humiliated. Huh. Dave, maybe they should reach out to you for pointers <laughs> on how not to be humiliated by ordering too much food. I didn't humiliate. I that, said that's and what I that's want. that's not only insane, it's asylum. That, that, but I had them not give me what I wanted. They, we were all refused. there. We were when, all there when you pulled yes. out your laminated list yeah, and yeah. the guy's going, too much too food. Much food. And you were like, well, I can't remove this. Definitely yeah. can't remove No, just send well, it all. Yeah, Dave, that's Dave said, well, what, what can I take? Well, you could not order. No, I want that. How yeah. about that? No, I want that's that. That's happened to me three times mm-hmm. that I remember. <laughs> all Chinese restaurants. I heard once with you, Ed Santa Maria, and Mike Havey. Yes. <laughs> once with all of us. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Th- th- this happens, and uh, would you ever tell a customer that comes into your store, no. "No, no, that's too many cigars"? No, and we eat it all. That's the thing. Except last time when you and I were there, we you remember well, how upset she was? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we expected Barry to be there, and, and yeah. a couple people said they weren't coming, and it was yeah. just me and you. We ordered, and I only have one. He only has one list. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for us to give away a prize. This week I've got four submissions, and the best email of the week is brought to you by the folks at Romeo and Julieta. And they're giving away this week a pen, a lighter, a personal ashtray, 
And a baseball cap. Oh, I haven't seen this yet because I wasn't here last week. By the way, we are in the two hour. We yeah, just yeah, broke yeah, the two hour. Off. Great. I'm going to be late to meet my sister now, but it's all, it's fine. It's your fault. For uh, Bushy writes. So what do you got? You got three emails? I got four. You got four. So you're adding contact on to it. See how us this, page of the Cigar Authority. See how this happens. Dot com. Uh, subject line is last week's show. There's, there's a reoccurring theme that's going to oh, happen here. Oh, boy. Gentlemen, I've been listening to your podcast for the last few years. Who is this? Bushy. I have learned lots. Yoko? Although last week's show was a little dry to start, the subject matter was very informative. Hmm. I'm seriously thinking about the active aging technique on some cigars I just received, but that's not why I'm writing. Uh As I mentioned above, the show was a little dry, but picked up toward the ends, culminating in the best classic three-way ever. Moving forward, I would like to suggest that all answers be sealed as they were in this past (laughs) show. The thought of Dave fumbling to open the envelopes. <laughs> while I'm the one that sealed them. I did that. While Ed Sullivan's sound bites and cheap shots fill the void would be hilarious. <laughs> May I also suggest a rule change where all guesses within 500 years of the correct answer be awarded one point. The tiebreaker could then be settled by a round of rock, paper, scissors, or thumb wrestling. Huh. That's bushy. That's right. solid suggestion. Brian the fart guy writes... Huh. Holy train wreck. He might want those candles. (laughs) First, let me say I love Mr. J, Barry, and Ed, but holy... Why is he the fat guy? I don't... Okay, I don't interview the people when they send the fucking emails. He calls himself that? Can I just read it? He has a gas problem. First, let me say I love Mr. J, Barry, and Ed, but holy cowbell, please don't ever let him do another episode on their own. The problem, in my opinion, is you are the only one who owns each episode. Mr. J can be fun and entertaining, but would be just fine sitting at home painting his nails. Barry <laughs> flat out doesn't want to be there and would rather be doing literally anything other than a cigar podcast. And Ed has fun, but would have just as good a time on his 100-foot yacht sailing across the Atlantic. <laughs> My suggestion in any future episode where you, Dave, might not be present, allow another cigar podcast personality or personalities host that episode. Mr. J, Barry, and Ed could still participate, but having the guys from Cigar Pulpit, for example, lead an episode would mean someone would be there who actually really, really wanted to be there. That wanting and desire comes through in the voice, stop getting a chubby, Mr. J, and can easily be heard to us as listeners. Cigar Pulpit takeover. Can you just imagine that? So Scooter has a theory that might be old Fort Freddy's kid. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> or illegitimate kid, maybe. This bastard child. The yeah. fat guy. Wouldn't yeah. that be something? <laughs> All right. I have two more. I have two more. This one's short. Scott writes through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. I got to say, uh, good job, Mr. J is the subject line. I got to say that you did very well last week in Dave's absence. Look. No matter how much <laughs> negativity you receive from Barry and Ed Sullivan, and now Dave, uh, they didn't once give you an ounce of support, but yet you kept your cool and persisted. The only conclusion that I can draw from this is that Barry has a small penis. <laughs> Scott. And Alex writes, sweet and sour. Welcome back, Sir G. Last week's annual disaster went off without a hitch, but who's to blame? Ed with his weekly reminder of no fucks given. Mr. J with his ability to put more people to sleep than Cosby. Barry, who will literally cook his bacon longer than he'll give the show a chance to succeed, <laughs> or Dave, that weekly set that weekly sets the bar to new levels. Please, for the sake of the listeners, throw Mr. J some help. 
that cares when you're gone. He's got the idea, but no support. Okay, that's all. All right. Lack of caring. I like Scott with the small penis thing. <laughs> <laughs> he was short. And he sweet. almost got. He almost got my vote. So I'll take him. Jonathan has the last guy. I'm going to go with number two. Number two, which is Brian. What did he say? He was the fart guy. Holy okay. train wreck. Okay. It was constructive. Yeah, farts are funny. I'll go farts. Farts. The number two wins out of nowhere. No. Dude, oh, yeah. Two Yeah, votes. two, one, one. Whoa. Yeah. The farts wins? Yeah, how about right. that? The guy with the gas problems, number two. And he should consider. Ah, how, how perfect was that? <laughs> he should consider buying the candles. <laughs> so you, you see how things are extended. You added an extra one in to prolong the show. Like these are things, you know, you got to bank on. No one's no. going to help you. You're going to be by yourself. You I, have these extra things. Look at these extra things. I have the classic three-way, which we're not even going to get to today. And I had seven of them just We in should case. still do it. Um, we're already seven meet, minutes late. I got to meet my sister. You guys can do Dave, it. Dave, I will say I've seen a lot of positive feedback on last week's after show. So maybe we're, we're, a small, a shorter format, we do better. Yeah. We do four half-hour episodes next time. <laughs> and just add ones. them back to back. them together. <laughs> no, we're going to hold off the classic three-way. I'm going to throw it away. I had seven. We had seven of them. Was Die Hard in there? Because today's the anniversary of no, Die Hard. No, Die Hard was not in there. Which is proof it's not a Christmas movie because it came out in July. No, I had Linda Ronstadt's birthday and Forrest Whitaker's and uh, Rembrandt. That would have been a hard one. 1756. Oh, I would see what you, what uh, thing you want. 1600, 1606. Jesse the Body Ventura's birthday. Um, 44. And then I got, oh, Die Hard's here. Die Hard. 88. 88. <laughs> it's here. Barry, you know who wouldn't remember that? Bruce Willis. <laughs> exactly. Hashtag too soon. <laughs> and uh, Gianni Versace was murdered. In, uh, oh, yeah. In Florida. Yeah. And uh, what do we got? The uh, Twitter is launched. 98? 2010 for Twitter. 2006. Mm. It was not long ago, huh? No. Wow. And he sold it off and he got big money for it. Uh, so they did, they did good. All right. So uh, big show next week. Yeah, Jonathan's packing up when the show's not he, even over. He's packing up. I'm he's late. He's, he's late for leaving early. Because <laughs> that's what he's doing today. Leaving early. And he's late for leaving early. Um, no Mr. Jonathan next week either. Yay. So talk about people not giving a shit, leaving early, being late for leaving early, and not coming in next week. Do you want, do you want me to read next week or no? Read? We, well, we, Jonathan won't be here. Yeah, we, we, we need to have a buffet of lectins. Let's eat. Oh, yeah. And nobody will bother us about it. Like, That's we'll true. And nobody shame, fat shame on us. Some, some ding-dongs. We'll say some it now. You guys are fat. If the candles come in, we can smell the candle <laughs> yes. and eat the ding-dong. That's a win. Each thing. Right? Save that soundbite, please. <laughs> and eat the ding-dong. <laughs> And that's Jonathan saying that. Uh, next week is the uh, cigar brand graveyard. Old brands that died. Will they come alive again or should they? Until then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And you may have learned something this week which makes you the Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.